0: Every aspect of your e-commerce business impacts customer experience. From advertising and packaging, to product functionality, website usability, and even reliability, your long-term growth and profitability will hinge on your ability to deliver the best experience for your buyers, and this podcast will show you how. Tune in monthly for actionable and insightful discussions with the brightest minds at the intersection of e-commerce and customer experience. Welcome to the e commerce customer experience podcast presented by Digital Genius. I'm your host, Chris Kellner. It's time for another episode of the e commerce customer experience podcast. Our last guest was Michelle Fragoire. The conversation with Michelle was so much fun, and now it's time for an interview with another incredible expert in the field. My guest today, is Dr. Natalie Petuhoff, a best-selling author, customer, and employee experience strategist, as well as a thought leader in sales enablement. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Thank you. Natalie is currently a senior customer experience strategist and consultant at Genesis, an American software company that sells customer experience and call-sector technology to mid size and large businesses. Her experience spans over two decades, working in different customer and experience positions in several organizations, including Salesforce and Hitachi Consulting. Natalie, welcome to the show. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to where you are today?
1: That's a really long story. It's fascinating because I started my career as an engineer. In engineering, you wouldn't necessarily think of being customer-centric, but at the end of the day, when you're engineering something, a car, the, you know, whatever product at the end of the day, you really do have to keep your customer in mind. And so I my evolution was an engineer in a company. Then I went to work as a management consultant where I helped companies build better products and services. I went to work at analyst firm, Forrester, which helped companies evaluate software that they were going to use to be able to deliver these customer experiences. I spent a bit of time at Weber Shamwick as a chief global digital strategist there right when... Digital and mobile were really becoming, and social were coming, becoming quite a thing and understanding how that impacts your customer experience. And then my last two two ventures have been with software companies themselves that are creating the software to deliver great or not so great customer experiences.
0: Well, that's, that's quite some journey, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot, Natalie, straight away. You know, if you had to pick out, I guess you've seen and done so much. You know, if you had to pick out maybe one story from from somewhere that you worked, which really think has shaped where you are today. You know, what would you share?
1: Well, I would say that no matter what type of leader you are, I think one of the most important things is to really listen to your customers and really listen to your employees. And what's fascinating to me is nine times out of 10, what really needs to happen within a business, your customers are telling you what they want and need. And they may not, you know, there's always the case where, you know, maybe you're going to innovate so wildly, your customers don't know that they want what you're going to offer, but they begin to be giving you indicators. So let's go back to like the car, right? Model T people were probably saying, gosh, it takes a long time to get anywhere with my horse. So they didn't say, can you build me an automobile? But they were saying, can you build me a faster mode of transportation? So I think one of the things that companies miss because they're so company centric that they think they know. And I would say the thing that social and digital has taught me is that what you need to know about your company, your customers are telling you through a number of channels, in particular, digital and social.
0: Mm, you, you've obviously worked with a lot of kind of customer experience leaders in, in your time. You know, what, what would you say is kind of the main quality that makes somebody really good in that role?
1: I would say being curious, really, you know, in the book that uh, Tony and I authored, we have four steps. The book is called the Empathy in Action. And the idea there is The way that we're defining empathy is really sitting in the seat of your customer or your employee. And then there's four steps. Listen to truly hear what is wanted and needed or indications of what's wanted and needed. Then really understand what that means and begin to predict what those things could be. Take some action and then learn from that action and then repeat. And it's a very simple process to become successful. But I think oftentimes companies just skip over that feedback and it creates blind spots. And it, it also means that you're not really being focused on the two assets, customers and employees, that are gonna make you most successful.
0: Interesting, and I was actually doing some reading on the many books and and articles that you've written, and I kind of honed in on one term that you advocate for—an empathetic world. You know, kind of building on what you're just saying. How do you kind of see empathy in the kind of CX space?
1: So, what I think that in the CX space, in particular, uh, if we go back twenty or thirty years ago, you know, we went from someone writing a letter to a company to someone making a phone call to the idea of having. Distributed calls. So, you know, not just one person picking up the phone, but a whole bunch of people on the other end of the phone. So you have a call center or contact center. And I think because companies really didn't understand the relationship between that customer and contacting the company and didn't see it as valuable information. could be the canary in the coal mine. So kind of warning you about what's not going so well with your company. Or just saying, hey, you know, I'm reaching out to you and I really want to buy from you, but I have some questions. Or I bought from you and I'll probably buy from you again if you help me out, but I really need some answers. And I think the value of that was really misunderstood and it was seen as a cost. And so for many, many years... What's happened in this space and customer experience is that interaction with customers is seen as a cost. And so, when you have a cost in a business and you don't see the value of that interaction, oftentimes companies will do things to cut costs. And while I I think cutting costs is really important, especially in the current economy, what you want to look at is at what point do are you cutting costs and negatively? Influencing the experience. And so, for a long time, you know, the strategies were self service, which was supposed to reduce calls to the contact center, and then various ways to make that call interaction with the agent shorter. And what's fascinating to me, having been in the space for a long time, it's only now that we're in the fifth industrial revolution that we actually have technology that doesn't drive bad experiences. So for instance, using traditional technology, self-service often ends in a dead end. When you can't get your situation resolved in self-service, then you call, but because the agent also doesn't have what they want and need, they are, the calls are frustrating for both the agent and the customer, they're long, and as a result, you have a very frustrating situation. And so it's only now in this fifth industrial revolution that we have technology that can create meaningful self service experiences, which actually do reduce that call volume. And we have ways to give that agent a lot of information prior to even talking to a customer so they can get right at it. And so I think, you know, it's like a tipping point. This is the tipping point in customer and employee experience where if we can actually Remove our blind spots and really look at what's limited us before, and get really curious and excited about the opportunities that are before us. This could be the point in time where we really, really transform experiences. Yeah, so
0: many interesting things there and themes that we kind of hear at Digital Genius as well in terms of, of course, going into where we are in an economic climate. You know, brands and. Businesses out there need to cut costs, but delivering a customer, an amazing customer experience has never been more important. And balancing that with technology and AI, I guess. You know, one question, Nasty, I would ask you is, how do you balance what the machine should do and and what the human should do in kind of the customer experience worlds?
1: So that's a really interesting question, and I think that what's really important here is using design thinking when you're designing the technology. So that first step in design thinking is empathize. And so if you're empathizing with the person who's receiving the experience, what you want to think about is how do you use data, right? So someone logs onto your website, they're authenticated because they've logged in many times before, so you know who they are. If you're using the types of technology that allow you to kind of see that customer journey and their analytics, it helps you know a lot about what they're doing, what they have in their shopping cart, if they're navigating to FAQs. And then if you can take that customer journey analytics and take the data and combine it with AI, now you're really listening. So we we think of listening as using the data to listen and combining the data with AI to be able to segment and cluster that data so that we can then have a better understanding of what someone might want and need. Now, if you empower your bot, so self-service, with that kind of information and that kind of intelligence, now that bot is no longer blind. It's not a bunch of canned answers Usually the canned answers aren't anything like what you wanted or needed. And so you get frustrated with with the technology. And so if we can combine data and AI in the right ways, then that, and think about that, like if you can combine data and AI in the right ways and build an experience that actually gets a customer what they want and need, then that self-service experience is a positive experience. It doesn't end up in a dead end. And that person is got what they needed and they're happy and they're probably gonna buy from you again. So, and then when you start to look at how do you take that same customer journey analytics, the data and the AI and the the customer journey analytics about where a customer's been and what they've been doing. Now, if you could, let's say the customer still needs or still wants, to talk to a customer, to an employee. Now, if we can transfer that to the agent desktop so that that employee can see and know and have that same intelligence that the bot was afforded, now that agent, instead of having the customer having to explain, well, here's what I was looking at and here's what I was thinking about. And, you know, there's always a long story of explanation, right? And the agent has to listen to that. And and it's not that they don't want to, but you know, when you do this over and over, eight, 10 hours a day, it becomes wearing on you. But if we give the agent the tools that they want and need, that intelligence from that interaction, now they can use their best human skills to get right at what's what the issue is and really start to solve that for customers. And that's when, you know call interactions are shorter, they're less frustrating, less stress on the agent, which means less attrition for the company, which is a cost. So when you start to look at, I mean, it's a very simple concept. If you arm your technology in a way and structure it and orchestrate the technology so that it's very intelligent and can actually serve the customer, then you're applying the principles of empathy. And not all software is created equally. Not all software can deliver this. And it's really important to do what I would call a bake-off. So look at technology side by side, give them the same assignment, you know, show us how you solve this kind of problem and then see see what the experience looks like. And I think that's really what's key for companies now is to really, really focus on how are you using data and AI, and beginning to codify what we naturally do as humans. I don't believe that there'll ever be uh, a point in time where technology will completely replace humans. I think the human aspect of a business is really key. And I think the importance of employees, especially in the contact center and customer experience world, I'd like to see them as customer advisors versus agents. I'd like them to, you know, be able to get right, give them the intelligence that they need so they can help that customer. And then they can tell the customer, hey, have a great day, be on your way. Or now that you know about that customer and what they're up to, really adding value instead of your traditional upsell, cross-sell, blue light special, offer everybody the same thing, actually help that customer with the next thing that they might be needing. And this is really, though it may sound similar, it's really quite significantly different than what has been in the past.
0: That's really interesting. And I think that's a kind of a theme in the industry is, you know, up until now, a lot of the talk of bots and automation was on the customer side, but balancing that with what bots and automation can you actually do to improve the life for your employees and make them satisfied. And I think, again, we hear this terminology value drivers, right? Can you turn your agents into a profit center? I don't know if that's a What's your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a backward way of thinking? Or, you know, how do you create that right kind of culture and strategy in your organization so that you do ultimately have kind of a positive return from your your kind of customer service agents?
1: Well, I think if we approach customer experience and customer service in the mindset of a customer loyalty center and an employee loyalty center, then you can get that return on investment. So the first thing is, in a contact center and a customer experience, the number one cost besides technology is attrition. So if you're not providing your employees with the things that they want and need, then you're making their job frustrating, you're making their job tedious, and you're measuring the heck out of them. And so it would be unreasonable to think that it wouldn't be a very stressful job and that a lot of people would end up leaving a particular company to go to another company because the only way to get a raise is if you leave. So I think that if companies start to really switch their mindset from have a bunch of people answering calls or or SMS or chat, and I need to reduce the cost, right? If they start to really think about how can I improve the experience? What we're now seeing is that not only can you reduce the cost because you're giving that agent the information. So now that average handle time is shorter, that bot has the information it needs because of data and AI. So self-service doesn't end up in a dead end. It actually works. So one, you're reducing calls because self-service actually works. Two, when someone gets on the phone with an employee, that interaction is quick and easy. So right there, we're cutting costs. So if you're looking at ROI, if you can cut costs, now your margins and revenues and profit are going to be better. And then the second thing is, I think customer loyalty right, and, and employee loyalty. So if your job's not frustrating, you feel valued, you feel energetic, you feel like you're getting the things that you need to do your job, you're going to be loyal to that company if you're you're feeling appreciated, seen, and heard. And then I would say in terms of customers, if customers are getting what they want and need... Let's say it ends at just a short interaction, right? How often, like every time I have to call a 1 800 number, I like space out a whole hour because I know that trying to reach somebody and get something done is that's about what it's going to take. But what if that could take 10 minutes or five minutes, right? Now, every time I think about that company and I think about buying from them, I'm going to think, yeah, I would rather buy from them than this this other company, right? Because the experience of the product, the experience of the of getting help or asking questions is better. So that idea of word of mouth and that idea of customer loyalty really comes into play. And then... You know, on top of all of that, so we're, we've are we cut costs from because self-service actually works. We've cut costs because the age interactions are shorter. We've reduced employee attrition, so that's a huge cost. We've increased customer loyalty and now look at customer lifetime value. So if you have someone in an interaction and you truly understand their customer journey, and what they've been trying to do. Now that natural upsell cross-sell doesn't come across as, um, you know, we're offering everybody this particular thing because that's what is in our script and what we've been told to offer everyone. We could actually personalize that offer and really help that customer. Let's say they just bought a bike and you can see that they were also looking at helmets. I mean, you might want to offer them you know, bike trail maps for their particular area, or you might want to offer them a helmet, a discount on a helmet or biking shoes or biking shorts. So now you're actually making an offer that's highly relevant to that particular customer and their journey versus, you know, just kind of having a a generic experience. And these concepts aren't really new but the idea of shifting the mindset in the C-suite to be able to start to think about this and then making sure that the decisions that get made from the C-suite to the chief customer officer, chief employee talent management officer, as well as down into the contact center, that everyone is on that same page that you have executive alignment about really seeing customer experience as a way to make the company more profitable versus just cutting costs. And, you know, I think we have to have a shift in strategy and mindset and a massive transformative purpose for companies to really put their employees and customers at the front and center. And when you do that, you're going to be more successful.
0: No, amazing. I think that makes total sense. So imagine looking into the future, you know, we've got the AI and bots for our customers. And so they're handling the repressive tasks. We've got AI and bots for our agents. So they're, you know, really quick and efficient. You know, looking into the future, you know, what is kind of the, what's your one kind of prediction or innovation that maybe some people have not thought about yet that that might evolve in the CX space?
1: I think that the one innovation is actually implementing change. And I know that doesn't sound very innovative, but the industry has been doing things the same way for a long time. And I think that the shift to really see the strategy of, well, I'll give you this. You have two two assets on your balance sheet or two assets that don't actually appear on the balance sheet but might should. So you have employees and employees without employees, you don't have anyone to create experiences, products, or services. Without customers, you don't have anyone to buy those products or services. Yet neither one are on the balance sheet. And so if there was a prediction of a really cool thing that could happen, is if we start to really look at the value that our customers are bringing to the bottom line and our employees. And when you start to look at those two entities and you really understand their value, and you start to reorient your strategy, your process, your technology, your policies around delivering great employee and customer experiences, then I think then and only then will any of this make a difference. And what I want to be really clear at is if we just throw technology, data and AI at customer experience without really evolving a growth mindset, we'll just get more of the same. And that essentially, I mean, AI is not new. Data is not new in the contact center space. There are advances in AI that we haven't had before, especially with the cloud. But until we change our mindset, then we fall into the danger zone of just creating more of the same.
0: Okay. That's really interesting. And that's the I'll ask as the, as the final question today because we're running out of time. You know, for everyone that comes to the podcast, we always love to ask that. You know, if you had to pick out one brand that you think is doing every, you know, doing CX incredibly well, you know, who would you say that would be and why?
1: That's a really good question, and I would say there isn't one brand. I think there are brands that stand out in my mind. The aspects of what they do are really a great. They provide really great experiences, but I think where we are in the space of customer and employee experience, I think the pandemic gave us a cause for pause. It everyone's life pretty much came to, at least compared to normal, a standstill, and it gave us the opportunity to really reflect on what's really important. And I think that affected a lot of brands and how they deliver experiences and products, and so. I could name companies, I think all companies, you know, whether it's Starbucks or Peloton or Amazon Prime or any of these companies, what you're seeing is some parts of their business are really fantastic and they deliver great experiences. But what's coming up in the news are the aspects of the business where customers or employees don't have the best experience. And so I think that's coming from honing on, on one particular aspect of the experience, but not really looking at this as orchestrating the holistic experience. And as a result, you know, I could name a brand and then people would say, yeah, but what about this aspect of it? Right. So I think while there are brands that are working really, really hard towards this until we completely shift at the executive level this mindset around customer employee experience, then there's always going to be holes and always going to be gotchas. And what I hope for the industry is that I don't think that there's a way to ever prevent a gotcha, right? Because sometimes you do have a blind spot and you can't see what you can't see. But I think if we really shift that mindset and it becomes the narrative in a brand, it becomes why we all as in a company get up and what we live for in the each one of our actions every single day are oriented towards really making these experiences fantastic. I think, you know, in the next five to 10 years, there will be brands that really exemplify empathy and action.
0: Oh, well, Nancy, I love that and it- It's been amazing having you on the podcast. There's been so many interesting insights. You know, if I was to summarize, I think typically when we summarize, I always look to take three things, but actually I'd take one thing from today, you know, really kind of honing in on your employees and, you know, happy, especially for brands and retailers out there where maybe there are so many other things that maybe employees is not normally number one. I think that, and it's a lot of the theme of this year, I believe, is It really is, you know, thinking about kind of the employee experience and how ultimately that will underlying, you know, drive business growth. Well, Natalie, it's been amazing having you on. Hopefully we can welcome you back soon.
1: I would love that, Chris. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. The e-commerce customer experience podcast is brought to you by Digital Genius. Digital Genius uses cutting edge AI technology to streamline response times for support tickets. The platform allows for flexible integration to your existing systems and control over your processes, while significantly improving key performance metrics. To find out more about Digital Genius and how our intuitive platform combines AI integrations and workflows to make your customers, team, and mailbox happy, head to digitalgenius.com. Also, make sure to search for e-commerce customer experience in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. On behalf of the team here at Digital Genius, thank you for listening.